This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. I hope you are having an amazing day so far. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. So today we are going to be talking about how to fall in love with your husband again. I am so excited to share this particular episode with you because if you're truly open to it and you are receptive to what I'm going to share and you actually apply it, it really works. Like it really works in recreating all of those emotions, right? Like we want the giddiness and we want the excitement and we want the butterflies in our stomach. And sometimes when life happens and disappointments mount up and unmet expectations are glaringly obvious, it's hard to find those feelings, right? It's hard to find, um, that love in our heart that we once felt for our husband and we can become very much bombarded with just this belief and perceived reality that we don't really like him and with that like we don't feel in love with him and so I know that this is something that everyone experiences from time to time whether people admit it or not I think this is sort of a universal truth um, about being married that unless you are intentional and extremely conscious to um, avoid it it happens naturally because it's sort of the progression of things. And so today I'm going to be sharing with you what you can do to turn things around. If you're in a place where you're really feeling like you are not in love with your husband anymore, or the um, passion and love you once felt for him feels very far off in the distance. So the first thing that I want to share in terms of what to do, if this is your situation, is to decide that you can love him again. Just make the decision right now and commit and fix your mind on the fact that it is entirely possible for you to love him again. For you to love him to the degree that you felt like you loved him before. It's even possible for you to love him more than you have ever loved him before. And so a lot of times what ends up happening is when you're not feeling loving, um, you sit in the problem, right? You sit in all that's going wrong and 
how you're not feeling how you felt before and how things feel so different and your life is not at all what you expected together. And there's just like mounting evidence that everything is going wrong. And I want to just suggest that maybe nothing has gone wrong and that all you really need to do is to sit in possibility instead of sitting in the problem. And so when you sit in the possibility, it's like you open yourself up to a completely different reality. But you have to be willing to just imagine that it's possible. And then from there, take the next step in deciding that that's what you're going after, right? So think about anything that you have achieved in your life. It started with believing that it was actually possible for you, right? Whether that's your education, whether that's the job you have, right? Like I think, think about the job that you have right now. That opportunity came into your life in some way, whether you were actively looking for work or someone referred it to you. And you see that position and you read all the details and you assess for yourself like, is this possible for me? And so it's out of sitting in a space of possibility that you took action, you committed, you decided, you took a step to go after it. And so the same applies to every area of your life and especially in your marriage. It all starts with just the possibility of opening yourself up to believing, hey, this is possible to me. All is not lost. We haven't turned some corner and some dark road of no return. And so when you refuse to believe a thought like that, which doesn't serve you, then you choose to believe something better. You choose to believe that something different is possible, that your reality can be one where you really do love your husband and you're feeling excited and passionate and eager to be with him and to spend time with him. So commit right now, even before you listen to the rest of this episode, just commit right now that it's possible for you, right? I want you to just say, it is possible for me to be madly, deeply in love with my husband again. It is possible for me to be madly and deeply in love with my husband again. And so if you're not feeling that yet, just pause. Literally press pause and get to that place. Just get to that place of maybe it's possible, right? Like, Other people have gone through this and other people have found love in their heart again, right? So do whatever you need to do to get to yourself of at least being in a space of possibility and then stretch yourself and just decide that it's possible for you. That's step one. Step two is redefining love. So I have been thinking about love for a very long time. Obviously, I have been researching and reading about love and, you know, consuming content from experts on love and what is love and what does it feel like? And is it 
a feeling? Is it a commitment? Is it a decision? And what I want to offer you is that it probably matters less what my personal definition of love is, and it matters more what yours is. And what I want to bring to you right now is that your definition of what love is may need some adjustments. Because if you're not feeling love, if you're not being love, if you're not experiencing love in your marriage, then that is a signal that what you are thinking about, looking for, and the ways that you are interacting are a little bit off base. Because love is always there, right? Like love is the constant of everything. Like love always exists. It always preserves and it never fails, right? Like that's God's word and God is love. So like love is just is like love is love is here now. And so if you are not feeling love and experiencing it and having it in your life in the relationship with your husband, then you have got to take another look at what you are looking for love to be. How are you defining love, right? A good exercise might be to just write a list of like all the ways you think love is supposed to show up in a marriage. And if the what you're expecting and thinking doesn't align with your reality, then that may mean you need to expand your definition a bit. And I think for me... And when I work with my clients, the sort of most important element of love is that love is a decision. Love is a commitment and that it's not just a feeling, that it's actually not even just an action, right? A lot of times when you create that list of what love looks like in a marriage, it's a list of actions. It's a list of things that you do or the other person does. Um, or it's a feeling, right? It's like, I feel happy and excited and I feel those butterflies. But if you can expand your definition of love to mean commitment and decision and intentionality and being conscious and aware and decisive about love, then you can see how you always have a choice to love. You always have a choice to experience love, to embody love, to have love be an inhabitant in your marriage and in your relationship with your husband. And so just think about how have you been defining love? And is that definition the full breadth of what love is? Is that definition serving you in your marriage right now? And if it's not, what adjustments do you need to make in terms of how you are viewing love right now? Okay. And then the third point that I want to share is that in order to fall back in love with your husband, you have to find the feeling with your thoughts. And so this may be sort of counterintuitive because we have been socialized and conditioned and almost 
brainwashed <laughs> in a little bit um, to believe that love is a feeling that you know you are in love with someone by the way that you feel. And so even if we just take that for a minute, right? Even if we just like play around with that, where do feelings come from? Like how are feelings actually generated? Have you ever thought about that? Like where do your emotions come from? Now, if you're in a science background, right, you'll say that emotions come from like a part of your brain that controls your emotions. Um, but for me as a life coach and in the work that I do, I have a lot of evidence and there is a lot of research and other people that have come before me that demonstrate that your emotions come from your thoughts. They come from your thinking. They come from the story you tell yourself about a situation. And so if you believe that you are the most important person to your husband, that he is always thinking about you, that he loves you, and that he is always, you know, wanting you to know how much you are appreciated, if those are the predominant thoughts in your head, you're going to feel love towards him. On the flip side, if the predominant thought in your head is he's neglectful, he's rejecting me, I'm always to blame for everything going wrong, he's so frustrated with me, then you're not going to feel love. And so the emotions that you are experiencing and the emotions you are not experiencing are largely due to the thoughts in your head. And so if we were to like pop ourselves into your brain <laughs> and watch what's going on in there, right now I can guarantee you that the majority of your thoughts about your husband are negative. If you're not feeling in love with him, if you're not experiencing love in your relationship, it's because you have blocked it with your thinking. You've blocked it with your perception of what's happening. You've blocked it with the story that you have created in your mind about what is happening in your marriage. You are looking at things with a certain lens and that lens is determined by the thoughts you tell yourself. And so I want to offer you the opportunity to change your thinking, to change that lens, to change the story that you are telling yourself so you can access the feeling of love. Because it is also a feeling. It is something that is in the emotional realm, right? And so here are four specific ways, four specific strategies you can use today, like right now, to begin to generate the feeling of love because feelings are strong drivers of action and love is also an action, right? So let me not get ahead of myself. So how do you change your thoughts to generate feelings of love toward your husband? The first thing you're going to do is you are going to focus on what's right about him. I want you to just make a list of at least 
10 things. 15 would be great. 20 would be exceptional. But 10 to, tw- 10 to 20 things that you love about him, that are amazing about him, that are good about him, that are positive about him. And nothing is too small here, right? It could just be the fact that, like, he has a job. He takes the trash out. He comes home regularly, right? So focus your mind on what is positive about him, what is working about him, what you like about him. The other strategy that you can use is to express your appreciation to him. It's very hard to feel negative about someone when you're praising them, right? And so as soon as I said that, I know what you thought, right? You thought, well, how I don't have anything to praise him about. I don't have anything to appreciate about him because he's such a disappointment. So how am I going to generate a feeling from a space where like there's nothing to appreciate? And I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you on that. Like, is there really nothing to appreciate? Is he the most horrible person in the world that you can't find one thing to appreciate? The answer is no. The answer is no. And so if you're experiencing resistance here, I want you to understand that the resistance you're experiencing is just a function of how much negativity you have let cloud your judgment. And it's not a function of him. It's not a function of what he's not doing and how he's not showing up the way that you want him to. It's a function of even the one thing he's doing right out of the hundred other things he's doing wrong. You can't even find that because your mind is so conditioned and set on believing the worst about him. And so that's good news, though, right? The reason that's good news is because you control what you think. And so if you can see and become aware to the fact that, of course, there's something good about him and I can't see it, then the only thing you need to do is to find a way to see it, right? It doesn't mean he needs to do anything differently. It doesn't mean that you need to criticize him or try to control him or try to get him to change. It just means you need to change your mind about him, okay? The third strategy is to brag about him, right? So again, this is taking um, that positive thing about him one step further, right? So you find the positive, you express your appreciation, and now I'm suggesting you actually brag about him. If you think about the last conversation you had about your husband, what were you saying about him, right? How often do you actually talk positively about him? I want to challenge you to do that. In your next conversation with your girlfriends, with your coworker, with whomever, make it a point to brag about your husband in just one way. It will really change the dynamics in your mind. And then the fourth thing that I want to just offer in terms of this particular strategy um, of finding the feelings with your thoughts is to actually f- 
focus visually on what you find attractive about him. And again, depending on where you are and how um, hardcore your negativity bias is towards him right now, that may be easy and that may be hard. But I want you to just focus in visually on something physical about him that you are attracted to. And so when you do that, again, you generate the feeling of being sort of magnetized towards him, of being attracted to him. And that attraction, right, is probably what initially connected you in the first place. There was something you found attractive about him. And so reconnecting to that just puts you in the space of being receptive and open to experiencing more positive thinking about him, which is going to lead to more positive emotions about him. Okay. So again, to recap where we are right now, how to fall back in love with your husband. Number one, decide you can sit in the possibility that this can happen for you. Number two, redefine love. Yes, love is an emotion. Yes, love is action. And love is also commitment, decision, intention. And then number three was find the feelings with your thoughts. So ways you can do that, listing the positives, expressing appreciation, bragging about him and finding what is physically attractive to you about him. Now, the fourth step, if you have been able to do all of those things I've said previously, you will actually be feeling differently. And this is where you have to make your move. You want to get in the space of actually experiencing the emotions of love, bathing yourself in positive thoughts about him. And then you want to take action from that place. So that action can look like sending a text message. That action can look like doing something nice for him. That action can look like, you know, responding to him in a way that you know he will appreciate but you've got to do something, right? Love is also action. And so once you're in the space of believing that it's possible and once you've shifted your mind and you're just feeling good and you're like in the zone and in the flow, then you got to do something because the love needs to continue. The love needs to have forward progressive movement. And so it's not enough that you just create it in your mind and create it in your heart and you're just feeling it if you're still acting the way you've always been acting, right? Because once you are taking that inspired action from a place of feeling love and believing in love and wanting to experience love, that's the energy you're going to bring to him. And the energy you put out is always the energy that is returned back to you. Now, I want to be careful here because I know a lot of women who will give, 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 act, 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 do all the things that I'm recommending. And then when their husband doesn't immediately reciprocate or he doesn't reciprocate in the time you think he should, you just want to give up. And so with that is the fifth step, which is be consistent. Just keep going. Because here's the reality that I think we forget sometimes. The love you initially felt for him built over time. 
It was day by day, conversation by conversation, date by date, interaction by interaction. You were consistent, right? Either he consistently pursued you, you consistently pursued him, or you were consistently available to him. There was something that just kept going and didn't stop. And so that same mindset of just keeping going and not stopping is required here. And ultimately, he will reciprocate. If he is the person you are supposed to be with, if, you know, this is the marriage that you are supposed to be in, eventually he will. Now, I can't tell you if that's going to be two months, three months, two years, three years. I don't know. But I will say that the more you can do it from a place of wanting to feel love in your own heart and not do it from a place of only wanting him to respond back to you, the better off you'll be. And so it's almost like if you could just view your only job is to just love him consistently. Even when it feels like he may not be loving you back. Because maybe he is loving you back, but you just can't see it because you're only looking for it a certain way. Okay? So... That's what I have for you on how to fall back in love with your husband. And I'll just share something that I intentionally did even for myself in closing. Um, So I was away this weekend visiting some friends and I was driving back and I was listening to an audio book, which I often do. And in listening to the audio book, like I had a thought that triggered me (laughs) in my own relationship with my husband. And I started to think about, you know, the way he responded to me in a particular incident. And I like noticed that I was choosing to view that interaction with the lens of rejection. And I was feeling a little sad. And so because my awareness to all this is super heightened, I was like, oh, that's not what I want to feel right now. Like I'm going back home. I haven't seen him. And so I want to be in a space of being super loving and eager to see him and excited to see him. I don't want to be thinking about all the times I felt rejected by him. And so I made the conscious decision to choose to like feel love towards him as I'm driving in my car, right? Like he's not there. He's not doing anything. I just decided in my mind, I am going to create the emotion of love. And so what I ended up doing was I ended up listening to some love songs. I have a playlist that I created for him when we were dating, which was like 10, 12 years ago now. And I just decided to like, listen to some of those songs and get my mind back into the space of like, when I created that playlist for him and what those words of that song meant to me. And I literally experienced those emotions all over again. And so when I got home, I was totally in a space of love and like, I cannot wait to walk through the door and see his beautiful smile, right? And so the same is possible for you because I'll be honest, like there were many days when I would walk through that door and hope I didn't run into him, right? You've had those moments too. And so I chose differently though. 
because I wanted to experience the emotion of love. I made the decision to love love. I took action towards love. I moved myself to a place of love. And so if you are not feeling that right now, I want you to know that it's possible that you get to create that yourself. Like God made you that powerful that you get to access his love anytime you choose. And so do that today. Decide that you will feel love towards your husband. Decide it. Like, I'm serious. Like, decide it. Don't listen to this podcast and then go about your day being the same way. You've invested, you know, half an hour of your precious time to hear what I had to say. And I'm just being used by God in this moment. And so decide that love is there. Decide that you will be love and decide that you will experience love in your marriage right now. It's available to you. I hope you choose it. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.